Praise God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Well, if you have your Bibles, turn to Proverbs 10 and 22. Again, that's Proverbs 10 and 22. And it says the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich and he addeth no sorrow with it. Again, the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich and he addeth no sorrow with it. Our heavenly father has an overwhelming desire, an insatiable desire to see you blessed, to see us blessed, to bless, to prosper his children. He has a desire. In fact, the scripture says that he gets pleasures out of the prosperity of his servants. He gets pleasure. It brings him pleasure when he prospers us. It brings him pleasure. So you may be asking the question, well, brother pastor, I know I want to be blessed from God. It would bring me pleasure as well to receive. Then why am I not prospering? The scripture says, once again, the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich and he addeth no sorrow with it. He addeth no sorrow with it. The Brenton, uh, the BST, the Brenton Septuagint translation says the blessing of the Lord is upon the head of the righteous. It enriches him and grief of heart shall not be added to it. The contemporary English verse says when the Lord blesses you with riches, you have nothing to regret. What's the point I'm making here? When God blesses you, the word of God says the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich and there's no sorrow added with it or there's no sorrow. You may ask the question once again, well, brother pastor, the blessing of the Lord is I understand that God wants to bless me, but but what's what's going on? The first clause, if you notice you and God, we're in agreement. But the second one says. Some says there's no grief added to it. It will not. There will be no regret regarding it. We can look at it this way. Says he wish above all that we are prospering, being good health, even as our soul prospers. There is something keeping the blessing from manifesting itself. Could it be that our souls are not prospering? We're not ready to receive because some ills in our souls, our mind, will and emotion. Furthermore, the scripture says. Seek ye first the kingdom and its righteousness or its way of doing things, his way of doing things. And all these things will be added unto you. The blessed Lord maketh rich. It maketh rich. Those are the things that's added unto you. But if you know this, this, the first part of the scripture says that for us to seek ye first the kingdom of, of God. Seek ye first the kingdom. Or we can say this. Get your assignment be assignment minded. God is going to give you an assignment. And it's from that assignment that he's give you that he's going to give is the blessed of the Lord is going to come from that. Furthermore, the scripture says that uh, he'll bless the work of your hands. He will bless the work of your hands. So for me to receive this blessing, that's going to cause me to become rich. That means there's two things involved. I need to get an assignment from almighty God. And my soul needs to prosper. This is to name a few. So once again, you may be thinking, 
Well, I understand that, brother pastor. But let me give you an example of what that looks like. Years ago, I believe this was in the 90s, there was a movie, a popular movie made. And the premise of the movie basically was this, this man who, who started this company and it became a billion dollar company. And he employed thousands of workers and he had a desire to pass the company along to, to his son. He wanted his son to inherit the company, but the son wasn't ready. The son, the son spent his time kicking it with his boys. I mean, they had a party every night. They did whatever pleasured them. In fact, the son was staying in his father's pool house, whatever he desired. That is what he did. If we look at this example, the man didn't even, the, the son didn't even work at his father's company. So he wasn't about his father's business. And number two, he didn't have a heart for his father's business. His soul was not prospering. Only thing his soul wanted to do was to please himself. He wanted to please himself. He did what made him feel right. And because of that, he was not in line to receive the inheritance or to receive the company. Although his father wanted him to receive, to inherit to be the new CEO of the company, but the son simply was not ready. Think about it. What would have happened if he would have given that son uh, the company in his, in that current mind that he had? Not only would he have destroyed himself, but he would destroy those thousands or, or negatively impacted the thousands of workers. The point is this, he wasn't ready to receive. You know, the Lord wants, just like an example, to give us to prosper us. He wants us to prosper and be rich in every area of our lives. But you know what? Our soul and our unwillingness to be about the father's business or do the assignment, which the father wants us to do. Those two things keep us from receiving the blessing of the Lord. It keeps us from, let me go back. All of us are blessed, but it keeps us. It keeps the blessing from manifesting in our lives. It keeps the blessing from manifesting in our lives. So one, if we want the blessing to manifest in our lives, then we number one need to be about the father's business. In other words, Lord, what do you want me to do? What assignment do you want me to, 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 to have? What, what do you want me to do? God, where do you want me to work? What do you, what do you want me to do? Lord, then there's another point. Our soul has to prosper. The word of God says, once again, seek ye first the kingdom and his way of doing things. Then it says another scripture pastor says he wish above all that we will prosper and be, be in good health. Even as our soul prospers, our soul has to prosper to think like God, to see things like God, not our own selfish desires. Number two. You may be doing what you're supposed to be doing on your assignment. You may be once again doing exactly what you're what you're supposed to be doing. You may have a heart for God. You have a desire to please God, but there is something in your life. There is a weakness. If God was to prosper you in your state, current state of mind, 
or your current state of condition, then you know what? The enemy will expose wherever that weakness is. And you know what? So the Lord, thank God for the Lord Jesus Christ. The word of God says he's the author and finisher or developer of our faith. So the Lord will enroll or roll us in a training program, a development program. Well, guess what? He'll make sure when we come out of that, 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 that program, that all that our desire to please God will be greater than whatever that weakness is of the flesh. It will become greater than that. Now, along with this, many times the Lord will send, uh, some barriers. Let me give you an example of what I'm talking about. I had a former pastor who's going on to be with the Lord. He said that uh, he was an alcoholic and he was really in a, a bad shape, but the Lord saved him and took that taste of alcohol out of his mouth. And, you know, he developed in, in the things of God and God called him to preach. And eventually God called him a pastor and God even moved him into a position higher than a pastor. Well, he said that uh, he used to preach. He say, look, God delivered me from alcohol. And he said, but you know what? I won't even take cough syrup. I will not take mouthwash because I know those things have alcohol. And I've made a commitment to God, a vow for God. I have some limitations. I will not do this because I will not give place to the devil. In other words, I will not allow the day, the devil to tempt me to bring me back into the place in which God delivered me from. So the Lord blessed him, but along with those blessings, there were boundaries. There were boundaries he had to follow. You know, we can say it this way. Those boundaries are also called consecration. There are some things he had to do in other words, to, to, to walk in the blessings of the Lord, to walk in that anointing of God, to walk in that favor. That was a type of consecration, if you will, uh, toward for him. He had to set apart some things to submit himself to the full power of God. So he would not give the, uh, uh, give the advantage, uh, an opening for the enemy to tempt him with something in this flesh. You all. So sometimes the Lord calls us. Well, no, the Lord as when, when we prosper, he will have us to consecrate ourselves. Now let me give you an example. I'm kind of reminded of Fred price, the late Fred price. He talked about, he said some things he had to do. He had to, he had to speak in tongues for an hour every morning. Cause he said, listen, you don't want to see Fred. You, you don't want to see Fred in the flesh. These things, once again, kept him from operating the flesh because he consecrated himself. He 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 presented himself committed to this because this is what the Lord told him. Listen, this is how he's going to keep his flesh under subjection. He'd be able to walk in the anointing and the power that he did. Joyce Myers has a similar testimony. Same thing every morning. I'm also reminded of Rick Renner. He said the Lord Jesus Christ told him, listen, no word, no breakfast. In other words, he has to get in the word, meditate in the word, speak to the word. He had to focus himself, consecrate himself every morning before he ate breakfast. What's happening here? This is necessary for so them so they would not operate in the flesh so they could continue to walk in the assignment in which God has called them to. And the blessing of the Lord can continue to flow in their lives. 
So we got to ask ourselves some questions. Are you willing to do what God has called you to do? Are you willing to work on the assignment in which God has called you? Are you willing to consecrate yourself, separate yourself from the things of this world so you can be used by God? My third example, you may, you know, you, you give good to the church. Anytime the church has a need. Now, you know, you're a tither. That's, that goes without saying. But anytime there's there's a need in the church, you're the first to give. If someone needs some help, you're the first to give. You have a good heart. But the Holy Spirit is challenging. He wants you to start working in the local church. It is there where the Lord is going to reveal his plans to you while you submit yourself, while you volunteer at your local church. Church. Now, this right here is not for everyone. If you know the spirit of God is, is, is if the, your spirit is quickened by this, then this is for you. The Lord says he wants you to volunteer in your local church is during that time where he's going to speak to you. He's going to tell you exactly what it is that he wants you to do. He's going to give you your assignment. Now, this is the warning. Be careful because the enemy is going to try to reason in your mind another way out. He's going to give you another alternative. He'll say things like, well, you know what? Yeah, that's good. But you know, you don't necessarily have to do that. God can talk to you. Listen, go volunteer in the soup kitchen. You know, you already volunteer in the women's shelter, but the Lord wants you to volunteer at your local church. Now this is the spirit of God speaking. He wants you to volunteer in your local church. It is there where you're going to get to receive the assignment. And once you receive that assignment, you begin to to operate in that assignment through time and development. The blessing will come on you. It will make you rich. The fourth person. The Lord says, listen, you may have submitted yourself to the Lord. You have submitted yourself to the Lord. You have a heart for God. You're operating on your assignment. You have enrolled, you are participating in God's training program where your desire to please God is more. You have more of a desire to please God is stronger than your flesh, the temptations or you know what? The temptation just to please others, whatever issue that you may have. No, that's no longer. You are serving God wholeheartedly. Not only that, the Lord has given you instruction where you have set yourself apart. You are consecrated before the Lord. You have once again have set some things aside so you can flow under the anointing. Well, the Lord, the Holy Spirit is saying, continue doing what you're doing. Don't give up. Stay in the fight. So you looking around, you may be saying, well, I've done all these things, brother pastor, but I see no results. I'm not rich yet. The Lord said, continue doing what you're doing. Abide in the word and allow his word to continue to abide in you. When we abide in God's word, we're acutely aware that his presence is in in us. We're acutely aware that he's right there in us. In other words, we can talk to him at any time. We're always aware that he's always there. He'll never leave us. He'll never forsake us. He's always there. And because we have that sense, that awareness, we are God inside minded. When you are God inside minded, 
then you can walk in a spiritual authority in a mental arena. What do you mean? We all have attacks. The enemy will throw those fiery uh, uh, darts, those fiery darts of attack against our mind. But when you're acutely aware that God is there, if you notice when you're in the present, you're in constant fellowship with him, you can knock those, those, you can cast those thoughts down immediately. If you notice when you're operating, when you're in the presence of God, listen, it's not even hard to resist temptation. Stay right there in the presence of almighty God. Once again, you are aware you are God inside minded. When you're God inside minded, you walking in a spiritual authority in a mental arena. And, and soon, you know what you'll be walking in your, uh, in the external arena as well and external things outside the circumstance situation. Listen, you'll walk in your authority in that. Now you may not always be able to control people, but guess what? You will allow, you will not allow what people do to you to move you. Cause you'll be walking in the peace of God. Continue to do what he's called you to do. So let's recap. For us to see the blessing of the Lord, for it to manifest itself, that means we need to be on an assignment from Almighty God, doing it the way he wants us to do it, how he wants us to do the assignment. And we have to make sure that we have some soul prosperity. Our soul must think, must prosper. We have to make sure, once again, we submit ourselves, we avail ourselves to Almighty God. We're totally submitted to him. We have to get to the point where our desires, listen, our desire to worship, our desire to serve God is more powerful than our own fleshly desires or our weaknesses in the flesh. Furthermore, when the Lord gives us some parameters, some boundaries, or he may give us, uh, tell us to consecrate ourselves, we have to make sure that we do that because it's through the consecration or those boundaries that we may follow that we will have victory in our lives. Victory will be assured. All right. So we have to make sure that we are operating in those parameters. Then number three, remember the Lord wants you to, for those people, this, this message is, is, is pricking your heart. The Lord is saying, yeah, but this is a specific word for you. Volunteer at your local church. That's where God is going to tell you what his plans are for you. Once again, if this is not for you, then this is not for you. I'm talking about for those who the Lord is dealing with them in their hearts. The warning, the enemy is going to try to give you a different alternative route. Pay no attention to the alternative right. Do exactly what God has called you to do because the enemy does not want you to prosper because if he, if you prosper, it's only going to negative impact and negatively impact his kingdom. Number four, if you're doing these things, continue doing what God has called you to do. Walk in the things of God. Become God inside minded so much so that when you you're aware that he's always with you at all times and it's through that 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 being God inside minded, it will carry through any situation. And, you know, eventually, let me tell you something. 
that blessing will make you rich and you will live the abundant life. Amen. Give God a hand clap of praise.